So we are up to the next Gemara. We are up to Samach Aleph Umid Beis, one third of the way down the page. Vahavta Zashem Lekecha. We did that. We did that Gemara. So we're up to the next Gemara. Tanarabon. Tanarabon. Like a little bit, five, ten lines before the lines get wide. Tanarabon. Pamachas Gazra Malchus Harisha'a. One time the evil Malchus declared, Shlayasku Yisrael Batera. By the way, it was an aberration. The Romans generally did not mix into local places. You know, when you rule the entire world, like they ruled from England all the way to Syria, when you rule the entire world, you, you can't be micromanaging people that much. And therefore, generally, the Romans didn't care about religion. Um, when something particularly egregious happened and like they, they felt uh, threatened, then they cracked down. So this was atypical. Pamachas Gazra Malchas Harashah. One time the evil empire decreed, Shlayaskli Sabatira, the Yidin shouldn't learn Tyra. But Papus ben Yehuda, someone named Papus ben Yehuda. Now, this Papus is actually controversial who he is. We know there was a famous person, Papus and Lulianus, who was a good person. The question is, is it the same Papus? Here, Papus is somewhere between parv and not so good. So some people just ditch it and say it's a different person. Some people say, no, it's the same Papus. So Papus came, Bo Mutzler Vikiva, he found her Vikiva, Sheimakel Kilis Barabim, Vaisik Bitaira. Rikiva was in stark violation of this of this uh, Gzeira. And Rikiva didn't care. And not only did he learn Tyra, which was the Gzeira, he learned Tyra impublicly in flagrant violation of the Gzeira. Amalek. So Papas told him, Akiva, which is like, put one, put one mark. We are on Samach Aleph Ahmed Bey's four lines before the lines get wide. Put one mark on the column of like, this is not such good Papas because he's calling him Akiva by his first name. Amalek, Akiva. You're not worried about the government. Amalai. Rabbi Kiva told him the famous marshal. Emshul Hamashal Lama Davidema Lishuel, a fox, Shay Mahalacha Gavanar, who was walking the side of the river, Virad Dogim, and he saw fish in the river. She Miskabtsimimakim Lamakim, they were darting. From place to place. Amalahem. So the fox asked the fish, You guys look particularly nervous today. You look particularly out of sorts. Why are you running willy nilly? Because of the nets that humans put here. This is dangerous, man. There's nets all over the place. Um, oh, you want to avoid the nets? 
I have just the perfect place for you. Hop on dry land. There's no nets on dry land. <coughs> How about coming up on dry land? And me and you can live together. Like our forefathers used to live together. Like my fathers lived with your fathers. And obviously the fox had nefarious intention. The fish laughed at him and said, You're the guy. They say about you. You're the most clever of all animals. You're not smart. You're foolish. Yes, it's dangerous in the water, but that's the only place we have a possibility of surviving. If in our place of natural life, we're worried, you want us to go to a certain death. Of course we're going to die. So Kiva said to Papas, even us, we're now learning Torah, that it says about the Torah, it is your life and it lengthens your life. We're in such mortal danger. If we stop learning Torah, how much more so are we, are, are we going to be in danger? This is the famous exchange between Papas and Rebekiva, in which Rebekiva defied the Roman Xera, and Papas called him on it. Asks the Marsha, the famous Kasha, L'chaira, Papas is correct. <coughs> We're very familiar. The Gemara says, Chazal teach us, that, that the Torah is given to be, you're able to be mavatal the Torah except for the Gimel Hamuris. Nothing is more important than human life. And if it's a shaila of someone dying, then you eat the tray for food if it comes to it. If it's a shaila of someone dying, you know, I was uh, speaking to a Rav and he was being mafir left and right, people eating on Yom Kippurim. Because if not, they'll die. This guy's diabetic. Got to eat on Yom Kippur. The guy did. Got to. The woman did. Got to. They're giving people a term to be mechalal the Torah. What's the pshat? Pshat is it's better to live with the Torah than to die with the Torah. Hatzala guys, the good ones, the ones that have a lot of schusim, they drive every Shabbos. Are they good people or bad people? They're very good people. They call call matzal nefesh achsim yisrael skilu kiyemaylamale. Because except for the gimel chamurais, Torah. Uh, you, you you die, you don't live. Sorry. You live, you don't die. Chaybem. So, L'chayra, Papas is right. Tyra is not from the Gimel Chamuris. So first you have a slew of Teirutzim that are instructive as far as V'chaybem is concerned. First of all, the Marsha answers was B'Shas Gzeirah, B'Shas Ashmat. We all know that Yes, under normal circumstances, except for the Gimel Hamuris of a person is, is supposed to live and not die. Except when it's Shas Hashmat. 
if they're using this as an opportunity to get Yidin to go off the derech, then all of a sudden everything becomes life or death and everything becomes something you give up your life for. And says the Marsha, this is a classic case of, of Shas Hashman. We see that the Romans were trying to knock us off our Yiddishkeit and therefore um, uh, everything turned into Yaharik Val Yavr. Uh, another Teretz, Marshal says, same lines, it was Bafarhesia. Another Teretz, Tysis in Avedizara, in a famous Shita, which is very controversial, says that a person can be Machmer on himself. Now, Machmer is the questionable word, which means if a guy comes over to you nowadays, not Bafarhesia, it's not Shas Hashmad nowadays. <laughs> Even though some people, if you read the news, it sounds like a Shas Hashmad. But um, it's not Shas Hashmad nowadays, and it's not Bafarasi. A guy comes to you in private, puts a gun to you, and says, eat a cheeseburger. Are you allowed to get killed? So a lot of places in the Ramam include say, no, no, you're not allowed to get killed. You have to eat that cheeseburger. It, again, if it's Bafarasi, if it's trying to uproot you from your faith, fine. But if it's regular circumstances... You're not allowed to get killed. Taisis shita navedizara is is that if a person wants to be machmer and get killed rather than be over an aver not from the gimel chamuris, a person is able to. So alpi taisis and navedizara. This gemara is beautiful. That yes, Rebekiva didn't have to give up his life in order to teach Taira, but he could have given up his life because it was like taisis shita navedizara. And one fifth final tarots on that line before we get to the real tarots, the main tarots, is there's a tarot Chaim in Erevin. Tarot Chaim is an early, early Achim in the 1600s. Tarot Chaim in Erevin says that you're only not allowed to give up your life if it's certain death. Which means if a guy comes over to you and says, I will blow your brains out if you don't eat this cheeseburger, then you have to eat the cheeseburger. If a guy comes over to you and says, like, if you know it's good for you, you eat this cheeseburger. You're not mechayif to eat the cheeseburger because it's a suffolk nefashas, suffolk nefashas lahachmer, and therefore you're allowed to eat the cheeseburger. But let's say you don't want to eat the cheeseburger. Are you mechayif to do it because there's a suffolk you may get killed? says the Teres Chaim in Erevin <coughs> that if it's not certain death, you're not mechuyiv to do the Avera and risk being killed. Which means, if you're for sure going to get killed, everyone agrees, says Teres Chaim, except for getting in Erevin, everyone says you have to, you have to uh, um, eat the cheeseburger. If it's not certain death, says the Teres Chaim, there everyone would agree, you have the right to risk it. You're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. So, so Shabbos is a tough one because it could be it's Chutra, not Chuya, by Suffolk Nefashis. Shabbos is a tough one. Could also the 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 muscle to to fish 
right, out of water, right? It's, it's, that's life. It's not a matter of right or wrong. But meeting without terror is... Oh, oh that we're getting, that we're getting, that, that we're getting there. So those are the, those are the standard five terutzim, all the lambdas of Yahar Gval Yavar. Rebarach Ber, in Berch in the Agdama Techelik Dalad, Barach Ber says, this is different. That this isn't simply a mitzvah. Yes, you're right. On one hand, learning Torah is one of the 613 mitzvahs <coughs> that the person has to be There's one of the 613 mitzvahs to learn Torah. But this is kiyum kala Torah kula. This is the entire Torah. That at all costs, you give up your life. You do not risk kiyum kula for anything. And therefore, says Baruch Ber, this situation, their kiva was threatened with death for learning Torah. What was at stake wasn't a mitzvah. If a mitzvah was at stake, if any mitzvah beside the Gimel Chamoros was at stake, of course you don't do the mitzvah and you don't risk getting killed. But, but, if it's that's, that's a different story and therefore you do risk your life. Now, says Baruch Ber, this was what was the conversation between Papas and Rebekiva. Which means, Papas, if it's the same one, again, it's controversial, if it was the same one, what was he thinking? He was a good guy. Says Rebarach Ber, that was the conversation between Papas and Rebekiva. And if you look in the words, it makes sense. But Papas, umatzal Rebekiva, she'emakil kiles barabim. Said Papas to Rebekiva, I understand you. I understand that for kiyom kala tarakula, of course you would risk it. But can't you at least be careful? Can't you do it privately? Can't you do it sneaking on the side? Can't you do it clandestinely? Can't you hide? Why, if you must learn Tyra against the Roman threats, why, if you must learn Tyra, must you do it so barabim, so bapumbi, so conspicuously? Why that? And that seems to be a legitimate question of Papas. To which Rabbi Kiva responded, says Rabbi Bar, that, now this is where it's going to get like really like classic. Any change to how we teach Torah is a compromise in the Torah itself. There's no such thing as Torah, but let's do it differently because of the situation and the surroundings. There's no such thing of, yeah, I'm still learning Torah, but in a different way than we used to. <coughs> There's no such thing as, I will teach Torah, but not Berabim with the Ganskai, with the kids, with the, with the pomp and circumstance that Torah has always been taught. Any diminution of the way Torah has always been learned is tantamount to a chsarn in teaching and kiyom at Torah itself. And that's from Baruch Bar's famous vart. Now, now... You understand some of the rhetoric in the Velt you hear today in the, in the press in Eretz Yisrael and in the press in New York about like, you know, like some people say like, so what? So, so like give in. So like, you know, so we'll make, we'll make equal time. We'll, we, could, we could work with them. And you understand why no Rosh Hashivas are working with them because 
this is basically the aside that any chaperone with how Torah is taught is tantamount to stopping teaching Torah, which is something we don't do at any cost. And this is this is the conversation between Papas and Rebekiva. Funny. Oh, yeah, okay. um, <laughs> you didn't want me to say it? <laughs> if I read the news, maybe I'd know. Says the Barbarish makes sense to everyone about it. Listen. Everyone should go home and tell the boys they learned to borrow better tonight. That's the main thing. Says the Gemara. Like three fancy English words, I can't even Really? Yes. Oh, these are fancy. <laughs> 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 Says the Gemara. Amru, they said, it's been said, like how you yamimuatim, it wasn't much time. I mean, Yerbekiva made no efforts to conceal it, and it was a police state. So, yeah, and pretty quickly he got caught. Lehayu Yamamuatim was not many days. Achitafsul Rebekiva, till Rebekiva was arrested, Fichovshu and imprisoned, Bebeis Asurim in a jail. By the way, side story, Vitafsul of Papas ben Yehuda. Papas ben Yehuda was arrested also, but for like petty thievery, regular run of the mill crimes. And, and lo and behold, they were sallies. V'chavshu etzlai and Rebekiva and Papas happened to be cellmates. Omulai, Rebekiva looked up and surprise, surprise, who walked into the cell? Papas, how did you end up here? One thing I'm certain, you didn't teach Tari Barabim, so how did you end up in jail? You are so lucky that at least you are arrested doing something vital, important, like learning Torah, shenet fastal divrei Torah, oyle lepapas, shame on me, shenet fastal dvar metelim. I was arrested for mamish, you know, stupid, stupid things. Like I saw this morning, six people were indicted in Manhattan for taking money for having a federally subsidized uh, rent, and in Bushwick and Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And uh, they're charging $1,000 over the amount you're allowed to charge. Um, says the Gemara, As they were taking her Kiva out to be killed. It's my It was my Kriyashma. And as we know, we just said on Yom Kippur, they were combing off his skin with iron combs. And he was still saying, Kriyashma, Omay Talmid of Rabbeinu Rabbi Ad Khan, so much? Omalehem, Kal Yomayisim, it's Tire Al My whole life I was in pain about this Pasik. Behol Nafshecha, we read, and we discussed last week, we read in Kriyashma every day. That a person is mechayev to be ayev as Hashem, a havt as Hashem lekecha, b'cholav avchol v'chol nafshecha, afilu noitel as nafshecha, es nishmasecha. Amarti, I said to myself, Masa yavel yadav akaymenu. When will this come to me, and I will be able to be 
Now that it comes to me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be Mekayim this. So, so, you know, we'll go all in the Shemusharei. So, Reb Chaim had a brother, Reb Zalman of Velazhner. Reb Zalman of Velazhner, for you know. The real Yeshivishers say that Reb Zalman Velazhner was bigger than Reb Chaim Velazhner. Barsham is above my pay grade to decide who is greater, but, but it's in the conversation. And as far as we're concerned, Reb Chaim Velazhner is the greatest human being that we could relate to because the gain is unrelatable. No one understood the gain. None of us can understand, can fathom the gain. Urban um, always says, none, none of us can fathom the gain. Apparently we could fathom Rukhain Velazhner. Rukhain Velazhner is the greatest human being who, who we can fathom, even though I don't know what that means. And Rabzalmo Velazhner was perhaps greater. So they say from Rabzalmo Velazhner that what his Talmudim were asking him wasn't how can you be how can you be Meiser Nefesh because he is Mechayiv to be Meiser Nefesh and it's a Chayiv at in the end of the day it's a Chayiv you make a bracha Asher Kedeshanu b'Mitzvaysa Vitzivanu you're Mitzvah in doing it I'm not saying I I could necessarily be I'm Mitzvah I would hope I could but you know it, it is it is in the end of the day a Chayiv Rabbi Kiva I'm not surprised the Rikiva was able to do it. So what were what were his Talmidim? You know, people a lot more simple than Rikiva uh, died in the gas chamber singing on Imam. So it's not a kasha. Rebbe, how could you do that? What do you mean? They were asking him. Hey Talmidov, hey Talmidov asking Ad Khan? Yeah, Ad Khan. He didn't have a choice either. No, so, so he was being a cop. No, because he could have been Kaifer Baker at that point. Like, seriously? No, he could have, like, like the Malachim asked, Zutar Vizuschara. So Kiva could have said, seriously, this is what I deserve? So, because he said Shema because he was about to die. Because it was my Kriya Shema. So, 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 says that they were asking him, how are you able to do this Besimcha? Which means, okay, fine, I understand you could do it. But how are you able to do it with simcha? How are you able to do it with such equanimity? So, so, Rav Kiva told them, Rav Kiva told them, I would have said that if you weren't here, you should not. I didn't just do it to bother you. The words just come out. <laughs> you should know. You 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 live with equanimity. You should know. Fine, you do. I guess. Yeah, it's a good thing. Okay. Um, so, so Zalmula says famously that Rukiva was telling them that he said Shema every time he envisioned himself being killed when he said B'chol Nafshecha. This this concept is out there. And Rukiva said, Kol Yomai, Hayisi Mitztair. When I would say Shema daily, I would pain myself, which means I would literally conjure up images and I would make vivid, realistic picture in my mind of being killed, Al Kiddush Hashem, by some person that wants to make me not keep my religion. 
And therefore, it became natural to me. And now this is someone who like was trained his whole life in the army to be used to bullets whizzing by him and still able to perform under fire. That's what happened to Rabbi Kiva. All my life, I did this meaning, this was not something theoretical. Every single time when I said Kriyashma, <clears throat> Every single time when I said Kriyashma, when I said Bechol Nafshecha, wasn't a joke. I pictured vividly, realistically, Mamish Mamish Lamaisa, that someone was killing me painfully, and I saw myself dying, Al Kiddush Hashem, every single time I said Kriyashma. And therefore, when it happened in real life, it was easy and I was able to do a Pesimcha. That's, that's what they say from Mazam of Loshner. I mean, going back on the but I mean, Rabbi Kiva, the, the king, whoever, I forget who, he was all the, it was all Mechus Yosef, right? So how, how is Rabbi Kiva being a Kayim, dying of Kiddush Hashem? Well, you, you know, the Asari Malchus were not at one time. I know. A, right, so. Rabbi Kiva was, at, he was the first, right? No, no. Rabbi Shmuel Kayim Gadol. I'm saying that they were taken out together, right? I think there's a lot of there's a questions. fight between, there's yeah. A fight between yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know well enough who was the first. But it was, saying, that doesn't change. Keep the paradigm of, of, of giving up his life. On yes, yes. How? Because it's Gemara. Yeah, yeah. Keep his, yeah. But he's saying he was supposed to. I think Nechem is a... But I don't understand how it changes to that. If it was supposed that. to be for Mechir Yosef, then what's the Kiddush Hashem for? Like, no, so the Gzer and Shemayim could have been... Just because HaKadosh Baruch Hu had his Cheshbonus, speaking of this week's parasha, Asa Ademayim, just because there's a Cheshbon and Shemayim for why it happened, it doesn't make any less of Rekiva's participation. So it's like an added... Uh, not up to two buzzers under cheshbonis. You wonder why Hashem didn't. You wonder why Rabbi did two buzzers. Why did the Holocaust happen? I'm Hashem at his cheshbonis. But the guy that walked into Auschwitz singing Ani Mamen, I don't care why it happened. That guy is mamish meiser nefesh al kiddush Hashem. Holy cow, his elam haba. I a kodesh baruch a cheshbon because of X Y Z. That's actually big. My point is on and somebody that died in, in the Holocaust just because they were forced to be died, does that all of a sudden make them a cut-up? There's a lot of people that have to go back and forth on what the status of these people are. Because so, I was taught that if a person died because he's yeah, a yeah, kid, he's a cut yeah. I heard a podcast about this once. There are posts that said just because they, 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 they had no choice. That's like why your rabbi told you don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say those kind of things. So I just want to say one other thing that will get, get some people nervous. The, they say from the Marm Rutenberg and the Tajbates. Now, both of these people talk from experience. Marm Rutenberg lived through the Second Crusades, you know, not the 1096 ones, he was in the 1200s, but he lived through the end of the Crusades. He died in jail from some despot. And the Tajbates was one, what left in 1492 with his family. I don't know what he had to do in Spain. But he got out. So both the Tajbits and Marm Rutenberg are, quali- are qualified to talk about these topics. And there's a Kabbalah from the Tajbits and the Marm Rutenberg that if a person makes up his mind to die al Kiddush Hashem, he won't feel any pain. 
he won't feel any pain in in his in his misa. Um, one thing I can tell you is no one ever proved this wrong. Um, now I was just thinking, and, and you know, it's like a myriadic thought. I was just thinking, just thinking. You know, it's like big hack about the baby by the bris. Is he in pain? It's not right. It's in pain. Anesthetized. Not anesthetized. The pasuk kielecha haragnu kol hayoyim that we die for you all day is going on brismila, and brismila is a kiyum of of misal kiddush Hashem. I'm wondering if because the Maram Rutenberg and because of the Tajbates, perhaps the baby doesn't feel pain. Meaning, yes, the baby cries because it's being chappered with. But maybe if it's a kiyum of, of, maybe if it's a kiyum of, of, of Misa, Kiddush Hashem, Kiyolecha Ragnu Kolayoyim, maybe the baby doesn't feel pain. Can't ask them. Do you agree? <laughs> okay, fine. Bar <laughs> Hashem. <laughs> let me just finish to the two dots and you can, you can scream me as much as you want I, I'm, I'm willing to let that part go but not to Mar- <laughs> not to Mar- Rutenberg and the Tajmates but you said no one's proved it wrong, no one's proved it right oh. right oh, that's believable, more believable than the, the boy and the girl switching the stomachs right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're still busy with that they have that all the time now with their science anyway, says the Gemara Says the Gemara, Reb Kiva was saying, Echod, and there's Neshama left in Bechod, Yotza Basko, Omra, Ashrecher, Reb Kiva, you're lucky that that happened to you. Omra, Malach, Hashosef, Nechash, Baruchu, Zutaira, Vizuschara, like we were just talking, the Malachim said, how on earth is this scene possible? How is this unfolding in front of us? Rabbi Kiva is the greatest human being since Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu saw Rabbi Kiva and saw that the terror was right to be given al Yodai. And Rabbi Kiva was makil kilos baram. Rabbi Kiva suffered. Rabbi Kiva rebuilt terror. And all the tanoim that we have with Talmudim, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shemayin Chai, Rabbi Yudan Nasi, Rabbi Meir. And, and this is that Rabbi Kiva, how he met his end? HaKadosh Baruch said, Mimsim Yodcha Hashem Mimsim. He is going straight to Elam Haba. Yotzis Abbasko of Amra. Ashrecher Rekiva. Shata Mizumalach Elam Haba. Lucky you're Rekiva. You're going to Elam Haba. We just had in the Davyoyi a Tesis that says, Shkech Rekiva going to Elam Haba. Koyso Yisham Chek Elam Haba. So Tesis as a rule, whenever it says Mizumalach Elam Haba, it means with absolutely no Gehenna. There's absolutely no punishment. There's no din. There's do not pass go, do not collect $200, straight to Ganeid, straight to Elam Haba, without any necessary tikkun, which is a very, very, very high madrega. And that's, and that's what the Gemara, whenever it says mezum in the Chalm Haba, it's a different level. It's not simply entrance that we're all going to go to Elam Haba after, unfortunately, some, uh, some tikkun. Rabbi Kiva, was going straight to El without any such ticket. Is that the answer? Zuzkar was the Hashem saying that was the Shkar 